You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul explains that the Hebrew text underscores the fact that the Lord deber unto Moses in order that Moses would deber unto the children of Israel in order that the hearer of the Hebrew text would be prepared for the beginning of Deuteronomy where deber is linked with debarim and is linked with midbar. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. Chapter 23, we have the coverage of the appointed feasts. I would like to comment, I mean, you can read this on your own, on the first verse, which is very impressive in Hebrew. Again, the English makes it as though you are reading the evening news on TV. Say to the people of Israel the appointed feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, my appointed feasts are these. Now, what we have in Hebrew sounds different. In verse 1, again, you have the short the Lord said to Moses, but in Hebrew we have, and spoke the Lord unto Moses, saying, which means the first word you hear is deber from the root dabar. Now, is it important? It is not important. I don't know ahead of time. But, the English does not reflect that because it says the Lord said to Moses. But that's not what the original is saying. It says, and spoke the Lord unto Moses in order to say, the famous saying, lay more. So we have the verb deber before the word amar. And this deep bear at the beginning is totally eliminated in English. Then verse 2, say to the people of Israel. Again, you have say, but in Hebrew you have daber el bnei Israel. So the English is completely missing the Hebrew that underscores the fact that the Lord deber unto Moses and then Moses had to deber unto the children of Israel and that prepares for the beginning of Deuteronomy where deber is linked with debarim and is linked with midbar. That friends Again, my favorite phrase, 
cannot be happenstance except for an Anglo-Saxon that is hearing English. No, it is not happenstance. It is intended. More than that, the Hebrew of verse 2 repeat the Hebrew of verse 1 which is completely eliminated in English because verse 2 says Diber el Bnei Yisrael amarta alehem so you have Diber followed by Amar exactly as it is in verse 1 whereas the English makes it a Hollywood movie and the Lord said to Moses say to the people and then we have the appointed feasts of the Lord the Hebrew is Moad and I explained to you that that root is from a verb that means to make an agreement to promise to make a date and thus it is the cultic feasts that is the difference between a cultic feast that has its date and the kahal that is called for a special meeting and these appointed feasts you have to proclaim as holy convocations one more time listen to English proclaim convocations unless you know Latin you don't realize the connection between these two words because proclaim you have to open your dictionary under P and convoke you have to open it under C and obviously they have two different meanings but in Hebrew disregarding the meaning and I keep repeating that to your ears you have to hear the original because the connection is oral A-U-R-A-L and not mental you don't need to do three years of theology to figure out Leviticus 23.2 can you imagine the people are in the wilderness and around the mountain and God is speaking and then they tell him stop there we have to go to Jerusalem to the Hebrew University take a course in theology and then come back to you to tell you that we understood you and this is what NATO theology does again and again it gives you the impression that it's not doing that but technically this is what's doing now let's go to the Hebrew these meetings which you will tikra'u from the verb qara and thus call out they become notice the English appointed feasts so you have proclaim convocations appointed feasts but the Hebrew says uh, these meetings that you have to call out tikra'u they are mikra'e kodesh they are 
called out meetings of holiness. Even holiness is eliminated in English. It is as though you have the Archbishop of Canterbury talking to the Anglicans of the United Kingdom. That is not the original. Which you will call out as called out meetings of holiness and thus they are holy. These are those meetings and he goes back to the first word Mu'adai my appointed meetings for you but then ultimately they are also Qahalim Qahal because they are called out okay you have the Dibber which means to emit word and the Qara is that this proclamation has to be done in a loud voice now is this theologically interesting obviously not why because you went to Saint Vladimir's and Holy Cross that are geographically NATO institutions and you don't hear the Hebrew and that dear friends you will have to make the effort to do but notice the few number of people that enroll to learn Hebrew in my classes and then the number drops from 25 to 3 and then the three after having finished continue their teaching in English without referring to Hebrew that my friends from my perspective and you can think whatever you think of my perspective you're going to hear it time again in my podcast because these are my podcasts is to use that abhorred word by me but I need to use it now and then, is of the essence and please don't hear it platonically it is at the heart of the matters in chapter 25 which is extremely important for me it's a chapter that deals with two interesting feasts that are again at the center of Deuteronomy later which are the sabbatical year and then the jubilee year let's begin with the text to understand what each one means sabbatical you have guessed is every seven years but let us hear it when you come to the land which I give you the land shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord very powerful statement and soon you will realize that the land will be resting from its mishandling by Adam six years you shall sow your field and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in its fruits 
but in the seventh year there shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. Notice, the Sabbath is the Sabbath for the land, not for the human being. It has the same function, but its addressee is different. You shall not sow your field or prune your vineyard. Interesting. You can do that every six years, but on the seventh year you may not do that. So where do you get your food from? It's a reminder to you that ultimately you get it from God, who earlier, when the people complained, he sent the manna from heaven which is the bread from heaven which parallels his Torah his teaching meaning it's the words of God that are food for you in this sense the yearly Sabbath corresponds to the weekly Sabbath where you have to stop working not in order to watch Sunday NFL games, as many of my parishioners did way back in Danbury, but for you to listen to the words of the Torah. Verse 5, what grows of itself in your harvest you shall not reap, and the grapes of your undressed vine you shall not gather. It shall be a year of solemn rest, for the land, not for you. This already invites you to remember what was done earlier regarding the weekly Sabbath, where each day you are supposed to gather enough for yourself. Anything that was above that will rot. And anything which is less than that, God will fill it up. Powerful texts. And on Friday night, you shall gather twice the amount, so that on Saturday you shall not go out to the field, but go to the gathering session to listen to the teaching of God. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.